This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Away we go into the 3 o'clock hour. Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan, Chris Hello, Tony Gwynn Jr. And Matt Scraby, uh, we are uh, coming to you from the Odyssey Palace. You can enjoy the show on 97.3 The Fan, or uh, you can listen online, of course. Uh, or you can watch on the uh, YouTube uh, streaming uh, just uh, search for 97.3 The Fan. And you can watch the festivities as we go along here towards 6 o'clock. We've got a daily gambit coming up shortly. But it has been a strange 20, well, 12 hours for me. And we explained the whole story of me losing my car keys, losing my phone, and uh, basically being in a complete, utter panic in the middle of the night last night before things finally righted themselves. But for Scraby, the craziness has been going on for a little longer than just 12 hours. Yeah. Because he tried to sell his car. Oh, wait, we talked about this, didn't Over we? the weekend, yes, but there's, there's more interesting there's... note because we never really got the result Neither of what I. happened. Neither did I. Where did you leave off yesterday? You left off with the fact that you I called the tow company. had sold your car, but the guy never came to pick it up. Well, he came on Friday night, but didn't bring the money. Correct. And right. then he gave, you, he gave you a check stub. Yeah, sent he gave him away. Check or he stub. showed you a check stub. Uh, yeah, you know, he like handed it to me like, "Here's your money," and I was like, "Sir, this isn't a check." And he was like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> so you sent him away, and then he never <laughs> came back. Uh, no, well, he he called me. This was a different driver. I got to say, the driver on Friday night, I want to deal with him again because he was very professional about everything. This driver called me yesterday and said, "This he was during either- the show, right?" Oh, or it was just before the show? It was in the morning, yeah. Okay. It was like my window was 8 to 12. So he calls me, 9.45, says I'll be there in an hour. And I said, great. 10.45 rolls around, nothing. That's right. 11.15 like, rolls around, I call him. He right. said he would be there in 10 minutes. 11.50 rolls around, I call him again. He didn't answer my phone call. So I got mad and left. Called the tow company on the way down there, said I'm canceling my pickup because this guy isn't showing up. And in the last commercial break, I just got a phone call. 24 hours later. Guy's outside the house right now looking to pick up the car. No, 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 no warning. No warning call. No, Not no. even like, hey, I'm on say, my hey, way. I'm on my way in an hour. No, I'm here. He's ready to pick, pick it up. up the car. <laughs> Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, just tell him to he, leave. Just tell him to just, leave the check on the front porch and take the car. For those, I'm sure you'd be no. very trusting and allow that to <laughs> Not happen. Not with this guy. For those who who can't see Scraby on uh, YouTube, he's at, he's definitely irritated. Oh, about he's this. irritated. Yeah, this, this I just is, want to get this car out of my hair. <laughs> I tried to get rid of it Friday. It didn't work. I tried to get rid of it yesterday. It didn't work. Yeah. But now I guess he can. 
what he's, if I, he's, what, he's available now. What if? Scraby, <laughs> go. You know what? If you need to, should leave we call the show, this guy back on the air? Why don't we call him and ask him what you no, know? That's what illegal. Is, uh, no, yeah, we can't do. Don't you know, do we used to be able to do that in radio. Yeah, you, you can just call? call somebody without their knowledge. And when have did them. that become illegal? Uh, right after after a lot of people got found in really embarrassing situations. Yeah, and like a lot that. of radio stuff changed around Janet Jackson, but. Okay. Janet Jackson. When the Super the Bowl malfunction? Thing, yeah, they got... What did like, that have to do with radio? Media just got more strict. Like, you couldn't say things on the radio what anymore. Was, what, was the, what was the, uh, the, the prank call cats? That, what was the... Oh, uh, oh, oh, the oh I remember boys. those guys. The jerky <laughs> boys. Yes, they made a living out of calling people. Yeah, that living got oh squashed after Janet appeared. Yes, they called it a cold call, where <laughs> right, you would just pick right. up the phone, call somebody, they would answer, and you would just be talking to them, and then... Oh, by the way, you've been on the radio for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, I can see that, that not being to be, uh, uh, not something you can do any longer. All right, before I forget, I want to get to this uh, my soapbox that I was talking about yeah. before we went to break. All right. Do it. So I, I don't know if you guys can go back to before collective bargaining agreement. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're going to have to turn back. I'm to so happy to hear that being used against somebody other than me. Even though I'm only talking about like three years ago, right? So we're going back. Um, there was, if you guys think about like when when Dave Roberts signed his extension, um, or even Jace Tingler when he signed. Remember, they weren't they would give you like the years, but they wouldn't give you the amount of money that the managers were making. And my guess is that teams were trying to suppress what. Managers were making. They wanted to bring it down. Remember the days of what Bruce Bochy got for the Giants. When he left, he was like the highest, last highest paid one. Everybody else started, you know, coming down. The salaries. To, okay. Kevin Cash is making one point five. Is a good example. A team that's in the playoffs almost, you know, yearly. Pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. Craig Council just signs a five year. What forty? I think it was. So five he's going to make eight million. Eight million a year. So, but they're giving the price tag again. And it brings me back to... Is that bad? No. It's great for managers. Okay. I'm happy yeah, that managers... Because now somebody like Kevin Cash can go in and go, wait a minute, I'm like the manager of the year every year. Because when they weren't releasing you need to those... Pay me. When they weren't releasing those numbers, it became pretty hard to negotiate right. with who's making what, unless, you know, those guys are talking to one another. And, you know, there's some competition there, too. You may not want to sure. give up the information of what you're making compared to... But now, here's what happens when you sign a new collective bargaining agreement. We saw it in the skyrocketing um, salary n- numbers that first year out of the bar- collective bargaining agreement. And I think this is just a continuation of that, right? I mean, now you, you, you're going to start seeing managers come up at the end of the deal and we'll have numbers to kind of back it up. And I think what else has happened is I think teams are starting to realize, again, it does actually ma- ha- matter who you have managing your team. Yeah, there was a, a a big movement away from the quote unquote older guys to a more younger yes. manager. But but guess what? Yes. Guys that are guess. about a hundred years old have won the last guess three what? or four World Series. Whether it's Dusty Baker or Bruce Bochy, that's right. There is some value into these guys who have a ton of experience, have done it, know how yeah. to do it, and so Major League Baseball consistently has these these time frames where they. Shift one way really hard, and then they find their way back to some mid-ground. I yeah. think that's what's happening with the managers again. All right, good for that. Good. How much do you think the Padres 
will pay for a manager? Five million a year or less? What do you think Bob Melvin was making? Did that ever come out? I don't think that one did. That's a good example. Like that was that was one that kind of yeah never really actually came out. But guess what? Once a number like five for forty is out there, it doesn't really matter if you you don't you try to suppress every browser. There's a number to actually compare, go over or stay under for all managers out there now. Yeah. Well, Craig Council is a finalist for Manager of the Year. So is Skip Schumacher. In the National League, yeah, um, you know, I these guys, you know, you make the the thing with that is that's a big feather in your cap. Now you don't have to win Manager of the Year; just be a finalist, and you can use that in your negotiations. That's a big deal. <laughs> and now that you have a number to actually base it off of, yeah. I mean, if you're uh, Brian Snitker's the other one in the NL finalist, but if Council's a finalist and he's making eight million a year. And I'm Skip Schumacher, and I win manager of the year over a guy they just said's making eight. I'm going to need to be bumped up a little <laughs> bit to get closer to <laughs> and, eight. And it's the worst thing for teams now because yeah, it's like, right. dang, we can't. Too bad. Is, hey, this is what this is what the the I'll going rate is. I'll tell you what you is. should do, Skip. Leave Miami and come to San Diego. We Wouldn't will pay it. the freight. Wouldn't mind it at all. All, uh, right. all right, we were supposed to get to a daily gambit, but there were some life issues that jumped up in there. Yes, we Scraby, were. Don't blame Scraby, it on what me. You, you just spent I, what, the last seven minutes yo, talking about the manager. Did I? Did I uh, see, this is how you know Scraby's in his field oh, right, right now. Oh, he's irate right now. He is really irritated. I wasn't even blaming anything on you. I was just asking, do you want to do the Daily Gambit right now, or would you like to wait? Um, You guys got something for two and a half minutes? Sure. Sure, I can come always up with do. something. Uh, the baseball writer. He we, says always do, but we know that's not true. <laughs> what do you mean it's not true? I can always talk for two minutes. Boom. I've done that for what about three? 25 years. Three is more difficult. <laughs> and uh, I just want to say to the people on the chat, I know you're looking out for me. I'm not an idiot. What happened? Uh, they're like, don't take a check. You get screwed over. <laughs> I have verified this company. <laughs> They are looking out for you. Guys. I know they they're are. looking out for you. Tony and I were telling you to just give the guy the car the other night and then go pick up the check. We were hardly looking out for you there. I, I, I would hope. I know you're looking out for me. I just want to say that one more time. But I would hope you guys know I'm not that dumb to See, just be like give away my car and take a piece of paper that says I O U. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, who are on the chat right now. Scraby's a little irritated. So. Scraby's irritated, and he's one of the least trusting of individuals on the planet, so I'm sure he's going to look into this <laughs> ten times over got, before he parts with his car. I got called a Karen on X yesterday about my story. I, I think I saw I think I saw that. I don't believe in any way that I'm a Karen. I didn't go like say racist things to this guy or wait, anything. Wait, no, no, no. Karen, that's what a Karen does. A Karen doesn't necessarily... A Karen goes way too far. Well, that's not necessarily a, oh, a well, racist, if, though. If that's all you need to do to be a Karen is go too far, <laughs> then that ought to be your new name. You go too far in practically Karen's everything. Great. And again... Chat, I know you were having my back. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the situation. I'm mad at everything that's been going on. But I had long conversations with this company about the validity of their checks because I asked them to bring me cash. They said, we don't do that. We don't let the drivers carry that amount of cash, and which makes sense. Said, can you Venmo me? No. Can you cashiers check me? No. No. And I, I got to give you a check, man. And I said, I'm going to call the bank and verify that these funds are available. And they said, go right ahead, sir. As they're driving with my car, and I, and I get I get like Pizza Hut, Milwaukee is like the phone number. Well, nobody's driving away with your car yet. No, Hadn't no, they can't get yet. into it. You know what? I'm just going to keep this 
piece of junk for the rest of my life at this point. It's just going to be a large paperweight. I'm I'm sorry that you're having HOA to HOA is already being like, hey, when are you going to move that car, bro? I bet. They put a, ain't even your HOAs either. That's they put, the crazy part. I know. They put a uh, chalk line on my tire. To let to let let you know that they know it's been there for a long time. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. By the way, I'm parked in front of the residence that I live in. My 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 folks out in PB and OB, they know all about the white chalk, like I do. I am not a Ken, Michael Fry. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I was really excited, though. I will say when I talked to the tow truck place and I told the lady about the what was going on, and she was like. Just like kind of like one of those sides, like this guy again. Not not me, but the tow truck driver. You sure, was it you? Yeah, because she was like, "All right, you know, I'll, I'm sorry about this. This happens. I'm gonna get your information. We're gonna give you a call back." Didn't know that they were gonna come to my house and tell me they're outside. Yeah, no, I'm no, not there, no warning so. call. I at think all. since they gave you uh, very little respect in terms of making you wait two days. You should give them the same treatment right now and leave them outside of your house as long as they're willing oh, to yeah, sit there. I haven't there. called them back. You haven't Good. responded. Good for Let you. Them no, no, no. Yeah. I just listened to the voicemail. He's like, uh, hello, I've been uh, not ringing if, the doorbell. What if he's a listener of Gwen and Chris right now and is 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 hearing all of this? Please, Are you okay with that? Uh, please just know that I hate you. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> all right. <laughs> Chris? All right. Did we cover the two minutes for you? Okay. We did. We got it. All right. Daily Gambit. Uh, delayed daily game. Oh, I have a I have someone backing me up saying they sold their car this way and it worked out just fine for them. And someone called me Matt Scarin, not Scraby. <laughs> <laughs> this is going bad for me. This is going bad for me. Traffic is not ready, Chris. All right, Matt Scarin. We'll have to take a little break. When we come back. We will get to our delayed daily gambit on Gwen and Chris. And Kim crosses the plate. You can listen to every Padres game along with all the music and news that San Diego needs right here on the Odyssey app. Download it today. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, it's Coach Contero for Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Your 15 minutes or less drive through oil change reminds you that you can actually stay in your car while it's being serviced. Technicians won't get in your car or touch your keys. Plus, feel safe with no-touch payment. Your invoice will actually be emailed to you. Not driving as much? Don't need an oil change? Valvoline Instant Oil Change is offering a free courtesy check of your tires and battery. With 30 locations in San Diego, visit SoCal oilchange.com for directions and discounts socaloilchange.com why did i get t-mobile 5g home internet why do my speeds slow down during the busiest times why can cars and weather affect my speeds why does my internet mock me so and why do people pronounce gif jif it's so wrong this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I see some of the chatter on the chat line. Uh, Scraby mentioned that uh, one of our listeners mentioned that they knew that Bob Melvin was making three mil a year. And that's entirely possible. He did sign his after the new collective bargaining. So it would, you know, lines up with teams feeling like they, you know, have a little more leeway after the new rules are, are set. But just peep, just peep that moving forward. Let's see how many teams are willing to give that information out, how many teams won't be. Cubs obviously are at the rich end of the spectrum where it, when it comes to, you know, the dollars that they bring in. and Yeah, they have they a have. lot of money there. Yeah. Uh, 320 on the clock, Tony Good Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. We do have uh, a daily gambit to get to. Uh, I think we should sh- we shall do that right now. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Ah, uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington, woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit, our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Everybody, please gamble responsibly and beware. If you contact me on the chat or on Twitter, I might be a little prickly back. Just know before you uh, do that. You're going to be prickly why because prick- of what? What are you prickly What are you for? prickly about? You're going to get your card sold? No, I'm just. I found my keys. He, he, that's hey, gotta, it, I found my keys. That's got to make you happy. Your boy Scrabies is is a little bit turned up. You know, it's right funny. He's, he was running hot. Right when now. I originally found my keys, by the way, his first response was, "Ah, oh, I was hoping I could make more <laughs> fun of you on the radio." It's true. It's true. Uh, and once again, for like, those who really? say you are guys are so yeah, mean, but, to yeah, we're so mean to Scrabies. These are the kinds kind of, of things, things we says. put up with off the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good uh, point, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, all right. We only made one bet last night. It was James Harden over under 14 and a half points. James Harden did go over. He had 17 points. And like Tony said, he was best behavior for one game. <laughs> for one game. <laughs> for one game. <laughs> but what does that mean? He showed up and put a uniform on and went out and played? That's that's an upset that's, in itself for him. That's good behavior. Good for him. Had a boy, James. You actually played in a game. Woohoo! <laughs> Zion Williamson's playing remember, also. Scraby, do you, all Scrape, of the, uh, do you remember all how these guys? Do you remember how worried you were that 
James Harden was going to be the next, was it Ben Simmons? He was not going to play like the rest of the year? That was You were worried about that. He's played one game. I'm just saying, I don't see When enough. is he going to ask for his trade? <laughs> That's we're probably still a year away from that. <laughs> okay, at least got, you're giving it some, a chance. We got some time. <laughs> um, last night we had our first major... Uh, buzzer beater, not buzzer beater, but first major, uh, what a bad beat is what I'm trying to say here. James Madison plus 1150 on the money line with, uh, had to play Michigan State into overtime, and here's how it happened. I don't know why that was so quiet, but uh, yes, yeah, so James Madison ends up taking down Michigan State. They are number four in the country. Big upset here. So if you bet on James Madison, great job. That yeah. was yours. I don't know. There's probably that some... would have worried me, though, if I had James Madison because you got 11 points, right? The game's coming down nip and tuck at the wire. If you have James Madison, you do not want the overtime. game to go to overtime. No, absolutely not. Because then you know Michigan State could go on a 15-0 run and you Win could by lose 12, right. a bet you should have won. <laughs> right. But in this case, it turned out. couple big upsets yesterday. In, I mean, other side, on the women's side, LSU got beat by Colorado. Number one ranked yeah. team in the nation, defending champions, went down in the first game. They that got, was a they big got upset. beat up, too. It wasn't like a close game like the Michigan State. I wonder was. if Angel Reese was doing her face wash mm-hmm. last night. Probably, Probably not too not. much. Probably not. Probably not too much. Uh, one more thing before we turn it over to you, Chris. <laughs> time out. Time out. What? Face wash. Yeah, what, what does, does that mean? This. Oh, this you, can't you can't see me. me. You can't, you see, can't me. see me. It's like uh, John Cena. Yeah. Face that. wash. Well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't hey, do that you, kind of Chris, stuff, Tony. If you wave your your Africa <laughs> I don't do that kind of stuff. So I don't understand that. Uh, here's a weird odd <laughs> that I found this morning. The Buffalo Bills to make the playoffs, they're minus one twenty. To miss the playoffs, they're plus one hundred. So the odds are telling us that n- no one has really any idea if the p- Bills are going to make the playoffs or not. Well, it's 50-50. I, mean, it, it, I think it's fair. to The way they're playing right now, they're... It's 50-50. They're on the outside looking in at the moment. You know, the whole AFC North is in the playoffs. They're all 5-3. and three. Every one of those teams behind the Ravens, who are 7-2, and two, are in the playoffs. So Buffalo's 5-4. and four. And I'll tell you what, Buffalo, if you are betting them to make the playoffs... Yeah. Know this, their schedule is daunting. Yes, it is. The rest of the way. Uh, not only are they five and four, but check this schedule out for Buffalo coming up. Uh, they have the Broncos, okay, on Monday Night Football this week, then the Jets. But then at Eagles, at Chiefs, Cowboys, at Chargers, at Dolphins. Those are Those that's are four games. really tough away games that Buffalo has, including you know along with a home game against Dallas. So it's going to be tough for the uh, Bills to get back to where they're used to going, which is the postseason. Yes, All yes. Right, I stretched. I just got for Marcus you. McNeil, so he's ready for the next segment. Let's get to your bets so we can get him in here, Chris. All right, here we go. Uh, we have a little college basketball tonight. There are two games that are being televised. So uh, for interest, we will bet on them. Auburn is at number 20, Baylor. Uh, Auburn, even though they are not ranked and Baylor is, Auburn's favored by a point and a half. Go figure. Um, I read somewhere that Baylor's going to be a real a chance to be a real upset surprise team this year. They start the year number 20. I'll take them at home tonight, and I'll take the point and a half. Baylor's a good program. 
Yeah, so won the national title a few years ago. Yeah, this is. Uh, but Auburn's been pretty good the last have. couple of years, also. You took Baylor. I took Baylor. I'm gonna here. take Baylor too. You're gonna take Baylor. Take the one and a half points, Scraby. Who do you like here? Um, Auburn is favored on the road. You know, I'm gonna pick Auburn because our guy Marcus McNeil's sitting right outside and probably oh, can hear not me. Not a bad idea. So I'm gonna choose Auburn. Yeah, with Marcus right there. That wasn't very <laughs> smart of us, Tony. Uh, the other one is Creighton. Yeah, I bring them up because that's the team the Aztecs beat to get to the Final Four. But they're ranked number eight in the nation to start this season. Tonight they're hosting Florida A&M. Scraby, you like these kinds of uh, spreads. Creighton's favored by 36. Oh, my goodness. Tony, who do you like here? Oh, my <laughs> At goodness. I, I think Creighton. They'll, they'll, get a, they'll, have they'll a, still win by more than that? No, they'll have a 35-point win. Oh, you're going to take oh, Florida okay. A&M. Wow. <laughs> All right. Florida A&M is what you go with. Tony, who do you like here? 36-point. I mean, uh, Scraby, who do you like? <laughs> I, was, I thought I just went. I know. <laughs> uh, they're gonna get. I think they're going to get like a 35-point win. You're taking Florida A&M? No, also? I'm going to take Creighton. You're going to take Creighton. It's hard to give 36 points. It really is. But then if you if you bet Florida A&M and you tune the game in and the score is like 27 to 2, you're like, "Ah, oh, god, what did I do that for?" I'll take Creighton. They looked pretty good last year against the Aztecs. Giving 36 points. All right, college football tonight. Ohio University is at Buffalo. Maction. Wow, <laughs> on a Tuesday night. Time. Maction. Yeah. Ohio on the road is favored by seven and a half over Buffalo. Scrape, you're first in this game. You know, I actually watched Buffalo play last week on Maction. You did. And they were terrible, so I'm going to take Ohio. You're going to take Ohio and give the points. Yeah. All right. Since your scouting report says Buffalo is terrible, I'm going to assume that they're actually pretty good. Okay. So I'll You take, do that, Chris. I'm doing it. I'm taking Buffalo plus the points at home. Tony, seven and a half point spread, Ohio Bobcats, who came to San Diego to open the season, I might add, and lost to the Aztecs. Uh, Ohio Bobcats. That's 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 the school, right? That's yeah. the school. Yeah. Buffalo okay. Bulls. That's what I was trying to the get. other Buffalo was who they're playing. Yeah. Give me Ohio. He wants Ohio also. Okay, one more. We can't do any NBA tonight because, as mentioned before, there are no NBA games. Uh, Stanley Cup or NHL action. The Arizona Coyotes. Oh, nope. Hosting <laughs> the Seattle Kraken. Yep, yep. I yep. you guys like the Kraken. Uh, Arizona's favored by one and a half goals here. So Arizona is the pick of the odds makers. I'll give you the records. Arizona checks in with a record of... They can't be good. Five, five, and one. Huh? Seattle Kraken check in at four, six, and two. So both teams are about the same, actually. Arizona's slightly ahead in the standings. Arizona's favored. They're at home. I go first. Arizona. Tony. Kraken. Get Kraken. You know, I'm going to go with the Coyotes. The Yotes. The Yotes. The Yotes. That's what they call them, Tony. You got to get hip with the NHL lingo. You're right. Wash my I mean, face and all that. Who right? calls face them that? wash? They don't even. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have any fans. They can barely keep their team in Arizona. So. Yeah, that's a crazy uh, organization, as yeah, it were. Definitely is. All right, that's my uh, daily gambit stuff for tonight, and or today, and uh, we'll see how the bets go. Uh, recap tomorrow. Marcus McNeil. 
The Auburn Tiger is uh, in studio today to uh, talk NFL with us. That's next. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. We are excited to have uh, the uh, former Pro Bowl Charger left tackle Marcus McNeil joining us in studio today for our weekly NFL recap. Gwen and Chris back at you, 3.36 is the time. Coming in from the Odyssey Palace Studios, and uh, yes, indeed, Marcus is here. Marcus McNeil, I, I just didn't remember how big you were. Until I went out and and said hello and welcome. Now I want to say you look tremendous. You look in great shape. You look honestly. What is you look it with like all you, the offensive linemen no retiring kidding, he's like, and then like just like trimming down deflating. a little bit? Yeah. Hey, you don't have a one way to go when you're that big, and it's that. And then and then the black helps. You know, I yeah. heard that from old school. Like wear black, you look slimmer. So. A little slimmer. <laughs> you, look, <laughs> you, look, uh, you really look terrific. But I mean, big. I mean, it is. I don't know how these defensive ends ever get around any of you guys to get to a quarterback but uh marcus before we get started with the nfl i've been dying for a few weeks to ask you this you went to auburn you're an auburn tiger so is charles barkley he's one of our all-time favorites on this program do you have any relationship at all with charles have you ever been able to and hooked up in any kind of auburn athletics function you know what we went to the uh to the to the national championship game back when uh, Cam then played, and I saw him there, and you could just you just feel Charles Barkley when he's in the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> he's a goat, you know. He's he's a little bit older than me, but you know when he's there, he, everybody he's in the middle of the crowd, he's high fiving people, having conversation. Yeah. you could tell he's a genuine dude. Are, are you still connected with Auburn? Do you still get back? Oh, Often yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to see some games and, and whatnot. Yeah, de- definitely. Shout out to Kirk Sampson down there, man, the head of the communications department. He he's actually the one who took me on my All American tour whenever I had to go to like certain banquets and and stuff like that. And he's still there representing That's right awesome. now, man. So yeah, shout out to everybody down there. And uh, when you hear people talking about rivalry games in college football, can't you just sit there yourself and go? I don't care what they say. Nothing ever will top an Iron Bowl, and you got to play in Auburn, Alabama. 
What was it? What, what are your recollections of those? I mean, we had a good time playing in the Iron Bowl. I never lost to Alabama. Never. Oh, not wow. one time. I love that. Four years straight, we smacked them. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I get to wear that on my hat every time I go down there, regardless of how good they get with Nick Saban. They ain't that true. All right, let's talk, let's talk some NFL. Um, last night, I think that's the freshest memory in our head. Chargers get a victory. Albeit against Zach Wilson in a in a Jets offense that just doesn't look like a NFL offense at all. Was there anything at least to garner from the Chargers in terms of that victory? Is that something you can get excited about? I can't hold my hat on that one, okay. you know. And, and I'm a Charger boy. They, they're the only one to cut a check for me. So I'm, never, <laughs> I'm not going to go against them, you know. What I mean? But but at the same time, they're playing against a JV offense and ended up with less yards in the game than they actually did. You yeah. know, the defense played big, but I, I want to see the defense consistently play like that, not just when they're going against an offense that's inferior. Yeah. I want to ask you about how Josh Dobbs of the Vikings did what Josh Dobbs did on Sunday. Uh, As somebody, you know, who's been in this league, I mean, to have a quarterback come in during that week, not really know anybody's name, not really take any reps with the, with the linemen, with anybody, and then post a win with 31 points on the board. Tony said he, they were taking shots of him on the sidelines on TV practicing his cadence just so the linemen could get talk used about, to it. Yeah, talk about that. That's I, incredible that was to in, me. That was fascinating to me that they were on the sideline, just the center and then the rest of the offensive linemen around just listening as he went through his cadence and, and they snapped the ball. Like, I don't think us on the outside understand, like, why that's significant. Well, as a tackle position, you have to understand that cadence. You have to know exactly, like, after he finishes that down set – how long he's going to take because then you can get a little bit of jump on the ball. Okay. So everybody wants to be in sync. And so that's why you see the offensive line because we're all moving in a unit. But for him to come in and do what he did just shows, like, how professional he is. It really reminded me of Geno Smith. When you get your shot, you got to step up. And and we saw Geno with the Seahawks yeah. kind of step up and become that guy. And he's been around the league so long that he has a lot of experience. A rookie quarterback, first, second-year guy, doesn't he's not able to do that because the game's just going to be moving too fast for him, especially stepping into a new system. One of the things he said before the game, I don't know if it was the head coach or the offensive court, they were asking him what he was comfortable with. And he basically said, the game plan that you have, I'm comfortable with. Uh, what was it? Two minute, I'm comfortable with. What does that game plan look like? Because in my mind, I'm thinking of like a booklet, but it can't be that big for for one game. So, what was it you think that he had to actually know going into that game? Well, I'll have to check to see what the coaching staff looks like. But to be honest. A lot of stuff migrates across okay, the league. You, okay. you pretty much run the same thing, you know, uh, play action pass, you know, you're you're handing off faking to the to the running back and then looking downfield. The reads and stuff the same. So the biggest thing that you have to get accustomed to might be a little bit of terminology. Okay. And and how to slide protections or, you know, how to call a hot route, you know, just in case you see a blitz coming. So those are the things that he probably had to grasp, but pretty much the plays are the same. Okay. Everybody's using the same stuff. Isn't practice overrated? I mean, didn't Josh Dobbs just prove that practice? You guys didn't really need to be out there practice. 12 hours a day, seven days a week for six months in the hot summer sun 
This guy can pick it up in two days. Hey, I mean, let's let's not get out outside ourselves. I mean, <laughs> everybody can't do that, but you know, yeah. sometimes when you've been around the game that long, it's like riding a bike. You're not going to forget what you're doing. You're not going to forget how to throw that out route. You're not going to forget how to throw it in or or a back corner shoulder ball and stuff like that. You just have to be able to make the throws. And uh, Minnesota looked like a pretty good team, so I think it's going to be a good fit for them. Uh, one of the other quarterbacks that got a chance to, to play is out in Tennessee. Will Levis gets the opportunity to start. And, you know, they don't win that game uh, against the Steelers. However, he looked pretty decent for a dude that I think had kind of been an afterthought. It seems like today Mike Vrabel has named him the, the quarterback moving forward. Now, if I'm not mistaken, they took a quarterback last year in the draft as well. Do you think Levis is what you saw from him? It was is going to be sustainable. Ah, y'all call him Levis. I like to call him Levi's, like the five, <laughs> like the five hundred one. Just, a, just a nice pair of utility jeans. Like he's a nice utility quarterback who can get in there and do what he need to do. Uh, the the it's still debatable whether or not he's going to be the quarterback of the future, but. I, I didn't necessarily like the quarterback situation down there in Tennessee right now anyway. Yeah. So him stepping in right now, he looks good. But winning up there at Heinz Field against the Steelers, that's just a tough, tough game. I got to believe that uh, somebody such as yourself, Marcus, Marcus McNeil is with us in studio today talking NFL. You got to really appreciate and enjoy the work of a team like the Baltimore Ravens because they're still a throwback, yeah. right? They still run first, pass second. Obviously, Lamar Jackson does a lot of running, but they're able to plug in a guy like Keaton Mitchell the other day, and he, he only averaged 15 yards a carry. 138 yards. They rushed for 298 against Seattle, which is a pretty yeah. decent team. Uh, how much do you enjoy watching the Ravens and you know letting their big offensive linemen eat, as it were? Man, I love watching the Ravens. I don't think that that team, especially Lamar Jackson at quarterback, whenever we're talking about top two or three quarterbacks, we very rarely talk about him. We hear Patrick Mahomes, you know, uh, Josh Allen, you know, you hear Tua, you hear so many other people, but Lamar Jackson has proved his, himself year in and year out. And I think actually Jadavion Clowney being yeah. added to that defense, people don't realize how much of a force he is on that defensive line. And them adding him kind of brings that, that that outside rush that we used to see with Suggs back in the day yeah. where you have you could play the run and the pass. Do they have a do they have a, a different system with their the way their blocking schemes? Are they different than other teams in the league? Or do they just more committed to running than other teams in the league? They're definitely committed to run first, you know, especially with a quarterback like Lamar who who's actually a running back or a top five running back if you put him in that position. They just like to come off the ball and when you can come off the ball and control the line of scrimmage, that opens up the pass game because now you have to actually put extra people in the box, bring people down, and it makes those throwing lanes and those throws a little bit easier for them. If, if running the ball is something the offensive line enjoys and usually opens up the pass, why don't more teams do that? Uh, we're just living in a different era right now. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants these sexy packages with the jet sweeps this <laughs> and <laughs> different formations this. They just don't want to just play straight football and just line up and smash mouth it. But uh, it works. <laughs> Defense yeah. wins championships too. Marcus McNeil joins us. Let's check some traffic and get back to Marcus here in a sec.
From the 97.3 The Fan Traffic Center, here's Kelly Danik. Traffic is sponsored by IKEA San Diego. Just a couple problems here. One is this crash on Northbound 5 right at the 163. It's got the slow lane blocked. And stalled vehicle over the right shoulder, South 125 near Hamishaw. IKEA celebrates you from November 10th through the 22nd. Veterans and active military get 15% off. IKEA purchases up to $3,000. And this weekend, also get a free meal at IKEA. In-store only. Excludes Los Angeles area stores. Visit IKEA.com for details. I'm Kelly Danik with Gwen and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. I know one thing right now. I will challenge any of you listeners out there pretty much on any subject. Why? I have Marcus McNeil protecting my blind side. He's in studio with us, the former Charger Pro Bowl. Are tackle. you ready for that, Marcus? I'm ready, man. Okay, Come all right. On, just making sure. Just making sure. He's worked with you in the past. He knows about know. having to protect people who say silly things. <laughs> he definitely knows about yeah. that, yes. You know, Marcus, in the game Sunday night, the Buffalo-Cincinnati game, they took a, a few minutes in one segment to focus on Deion Dawkins, the left tackle of the Buffalo Bills, mm. and him drop-stepping and being able to keep, uh, I believe it's Hendrickson, very good pass rusher for Cincinnati, off of Josh Allen. And the guy is 6'5", 320 pounds. He's honestly making a drop-step, Tony, like he's in the post in an NBA game. I mean, so quick, so fast, obviously big. Has quickness even to get down to the second level on a running play and block a linebacker. We don't appreciate you guys in the trenches enough, but I'm glad they showed this Dion Dawkins clip because it really made me realize how many different things you guys can do at that, especially left tackle position. Man, we some of the most athletic people that you don't know about. <laughs> that's right. You got to be smooth out there, and that's the thing I like about him. When he's pass blocking, if you pay attention to his feet, his feet never stop. It's almost like dancing, like my coaches say. You got to keep on dancing, you know. And when when tackles get in trouble is when they stop on their punch. When you get ready for that contact, you won't, you have a tendency to stop your feet and then kind of lunge at a guy. You just see him keep his balance and move his feet. It's been two weeks in a row where the Sunday night game has highlighted lighted an offensive lineman. It was Trent Williams the week before, and I was marveling because he was they showed him kind of getting ready for the game, and he was solo by themselves. He had his headset on, and he was just kind of going through the different drops, and at one time, he kind of he simulated a, a drop back in which he got to the outside guy, helped on the inside guy, got back to the outside guy. I didn't even know that was... A, even possible in the course of a, a real play. Yeah, man, you have to. You, you got to be ready for those stunts. You know, an ET, a TE, where the where the defensive ends coming first, and you got to protect the guard. But then you still got to drop back for that t- defensive tackle that's looping back around. So, ninety wow. percent of offensive line is confidence. It's all in your head, you know. Uh, and you can tell when a guy has that confidence and he just knows he could block somebody. He's pretty much unbeatable, like you said. You're not getting <laughs> right. around. Right. Yeah. I mean. It's it's incredible that he can do what he can do. Uh, Marcus McNeil is with us. Uh, last thing for me, Marcus, uh, Chiefs-Dolphins game. I don't know if you got up early enough Sunday morning, but once again, the Miami Dolphin offense, which uh, seems so unstoppable, looked very stoppable. And you played offense. I mean, when you played, I mean, when you struggle against good teams, what does Miami have to do to get this figured out? And what, what are these these guys saying to each other and, and where's that confidence level of that team 
I mean, Miami it has a good record. They have a good offense, but if you pay attention to some of the people they beat, they're not beating the creme right. de la creme. So I'm not really sold on Miami being such a great team, but I happened to catch the game because I think everybody woke up early because of daylight savings. Time. <laughs> oh, that's, like, that's right. Right. What is going on? It's <laughs> so bright outside right now. <laughs> Touche. Uh, last one for me, Marcus. Uh, the Browns. They are... I think trending in the right direction. I, I know Deshaun Watson hasn't played good football at the quarterback position, but he played all right this last week. Their defense is phenomenal. They, they've, they've got probably one of the toughest defenses in the league. Is this team, assuming Deshaun Watson can get somewhere in the realm of, of what they expected, is this a dangerous team to, to, to have to deal with? Yeah, the Browns are tough. They uh, Miles Garrett, anybody who has a defensive end that can three sixty windmill dunk <laughs> and <laughs> jump over an offensive line in a single bound, right. like, <laughs> you got you got problems. But you're right; it, it's going to depend on Deshaun Watson showing us the Deshaun Watson that we saw in Houston when he's making great throws. He has some great receivers out there. Yeah. He has two great backs in Ford and Hunt. So if he can just come and be accurate, you know, and actually make plays for them, their defense is tough enough that they can actually make the playoffs and make some noise. Speaking of Houston quarterbacks, uh, their quarterback uh, CJ Strauss yes. looking like a tremendous rookie. Uh, we we all called it at least on this show that he was going to be better than Bryce Young. All of the experts said Bryce Young was going to be better. What did you think and what do you think now? About those two young quarterbacks. Uh, to be honest, I was a little STC biased, so I took Bryce Young. Too. <laughs> you took Bryce Young. Okay. I took Bryce Young, but man, yeah, this yeah. kid is showing out, you know. And uh, I just love to see him ball out like that. I love to see D'Amico Ryan's get his shot as a head coach, and and now the team actually show up for them. So I'm excited to see this kid. He's going to have a bright future in the NFL. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's has a bright future. Seems like as a, as a head coach, he's already got that Houston Texan team. Further along than I think anybody thought anybody <laughs> they would be at this point. Marcus, uh, appreciate you coming to the studio, man. We got to do this more often. We, we because you're so used to having you on the phone. I think it's a better vibe when you're in here. Hey, man, it's all good, man. You guys actually look better, you know what I'm saying, in person, <laughs> in person than, than, on the than, screen. Than, than what you sound like on the phone. Yeah, That's this, a compliment. You know what I'm saying? You have, you have Tony's Fair voice, enough. which is very loved around San Diego. And then you have Chris. He's like, hey, Marcus, what's happening? There's here? another one of, your, another one of the, the Chris Ello impressions from Matt Scraby. I, I, I want to ask Marcus something real quick. Uh, why did the 49ers make Brock Purdy the guy when he's actually not the guy? Oh, I know you heard it. I know you heard it, Liz. I know you heard it. Hey, Purdy, dirty Purdy, man. I mean, the dirty Purdy, man. He looks so good and clean when he had all those talented weapons around him. Yeah. Now he's just another guy. Average Joe. I've Average been saying Joe. that. Like, I want Brock Purdy to be good. I do. I hope, it, well, makes my, it makes my team more fun if to watch. I, if I was you, I'd be hoping for the same thing, considering you've given up all your other quarterbacks that you had I, behind him. Uh, that was Kyle Shanahan giving up on those <laughs> quarterbacks, because I guess he made the right choice on Jimmy G. Jimmy G is not playing too well right now. Hey, what would you have... What, how would it be to play for the Raiders throughout all this craziness? Like, Oh, man. Like, that's another team. Like, guys, 
I mean, you guys just beat the Giants. You're lighting up cigars in the locker room. Like, it's the Giants. <laughs> no, but that's the Raiders for you, though. That's the Raiders for you. Do you know Antonio Pierce, or have you played against him? I, I played against Antonio Pierce. He's a great guy. So I like to see guys, you know, get a shot to yeah. step up to that head coaching role and show out. But, I mean, it's still the Giants, man. Come on. Spoken like a true Charger right there. It's not giving the Raiders no room no. to have any celebration. No. <laughs> no celebration, but there was plenty of celebration for Marcus when he was at Auburn. Oh, beat yeah. Alabama every year you played them. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this. You guys beat them six in a row at one point back in the early 2000s. Yeah. It's been mostly Alabama since then, though, Marcus. I hate to say it, but but nobody can talk to you about it because you say not there I was no there. I had to leave eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Without Marcus, they don't have anything. Right. Nothing, man. Nah, I love anybody who could beat Alabama every single time you played them. That's, that's got my... Uh... Have you ever heard this, uh, Marcus, before? I wanted to congratulate my favorite college football coach, Nick Saban. Oh yeah. my God! That was yeah, it was a visible shock. Yeah, no, no but that that true. was actually uh, sarcasm. Man. It was total oh, sarcasm. Man. Thank you, Chris. Thank yeah, you. No, he's, he's my least favorite coach. He's he's definitely my least favorite. All right, Marcus McNeil, there. NFL chat. We'll come back. I think Chris vs. the fans is coming up next. Eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. Dial in for some trivia when we return. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.